Welcome, welcome to Flying Circus. What has Dancer done? Now that he has agreed to meet with one of the fae folk. What despairs await on his future and the future of the company? Follow now on Flying Circus, episode 4. Hook. This episode contains scenes of violence and death dives. Oh, my dear. Why don't we talk? And you tell me about the things that you see in front of the sky. So, you're going to be rolling parlay with Strange with disadvantage. Yay! <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So, what is that you want? And what are you willing to lose in exchange? Um, well, ideally, I want to get out of here with my plane. What do I, what am I willing to lose? So, my baggage, um, I have a musical instrument. I have a packet of seeds. Promise to return home safe, which I feel is much more interesting and powerful to give to a fae. Um, I've also got a really good quality toolkit, but I don't know if he would be interested in them. Uh, maybe wear it as a crown. Hmm. You know, I, I just, I feel like he wouldn't give up the seeds from the family farm because that's giving the fae a piece of his home, and I think there's too much danger in that. The instrument, I don't think he's, like, I haven't done anything with it yet for it to be important. Um, giving, giving them the promise to return home safe just feels like it fits thematically, and I would potentially open him up to never being able to go home or something, and that might be cool. And what is the other thing that you might offer or do? Hmm. Like, I think he's very, very happy to offer a, a service. Like he's he's a naive little idiot. Like we can we can get in over our heads here. He just wants to be able to, you know, leave this place safely and with his plane, you know, working so he can get back to his job. Okay. So roll flat. Roll flat. So Errol, you fly for a couple of hours and you see a clearing in the jungle. There seems to be a large pond filled with algae. And you can recognize Dancer's plane. And can you see Dancer in the middle of the pond? But you can see him surrounded by a dozen of figures. What do you do? I know these guns are nowhere near precise enough for me to fire any sort of warning shot that won't turn Dancer into mush. Is there somewhere I... I mean, I have a seaplane. Is there somewhere safe I can land nearby and bolt over to hell i mean you can there is a little large pond you can just land there nearby but you're gonna be also in the middle of this uh ambush you know what dancer would do it for me swearing land untie the knot that keeps him lashed into the plane when he's flying and before errol disembarks he's going to grab he has a fishing spear tipped with the butt with leviathan bone that he grabs from the side of his plane and runs to where dare where dancer is 
So as you arrive, you see the man on the throne leaning and, well, if you swear fealty to me, if you bound yourself to my court, you'll earn all the respects that vassalage to me entails. And of course, I'll never see a subject of mine come to harm. So this will be him making sure that you cannot go back safely. That you're gonna always be tied to JJ. Hmm. Is he gonna turn into a mannequin? <laughs> Am I gonna have a little birdie mannequin? No. Not yet. <laughs> And if he's going to end up covered in latex, that's for indulge vice to decide. <laughs> oh, he can't do that unless someone he trusts shows him how. Uh, what, what would you have of me as a, as a member of your court, my lord? Uh, it is a generous offer, but I, I don't know how I would be able to serve you. I am a conqueror of green and darkness. What more can I want than a knight in the sky? And uh, Errol, you're, this is happening as you land. As I land or as I run into the clearing? Yeah, you are running into the clearing, spear in hand, and you are hearing this conversation. As you are surrounded by rubber mannequins, they're gapping, mouths mocking, dancer. Dancer, well, I noticed your plane go down, and I see you've found some hell. Er Errol, what what are you doing here? I have. Maybe you should go back to the job. And he kind of looks at JJ because he's very concerned now that Errol won't be able to unless he makes this deal. Yeah, and you can see a pearly smile coming from JJ as he realizes that the terms of the deal do not include this, Fisher. My, my lord, I will will happily accept your terms if it also means safety and the ability to leave for my friend here. I, I'll offer my service for us to both get safe passage. De- what are you... What? And you can see JJ giving a side glance to Errol. Of course, that was not never in question. After all, I can sense the touch of another upon you, Errol Fisher. I know you are not mine to claim. You were never in my... Well, I would lie if I say I would not be interested, but you are never in danger. You are a guest in my court. Here we respect the science of the Black Stone. And you honor me by respecting my traditions. And Errol just looks at Dancer just heartbroken. Just, he kind of knows he's been taken advantage of, but at the same time, like, he can't really do much other than just give a little shrug. (laughs) Just be like, hey, (laughs) doing my best. (laughs) And JJ claps his hands and it's the clap of two trees falling now my dear sky knight i require something else from you don't worry it's for your own good and a flower sprouts from the pond pierces the algae and opens 
revealing what seems to be a shiny golden pod. Carry these seeds back to Miko while they are in your possession. I assure you, you will be safe for the jungles itself will bend to protect you. However, once this is done, you must find an abandoned grove and plant these seeds so that I know my will has been done. Uh, kind of uh, pick of the course. card and looks at it a little badly. Well, what's what's a bit of planting after all? And he just yes, my little tending bird. I knew you will do this well. I have all the love for those that do their duty and know their place in my court. He just gives a very sad bow. So, Errol. Errol knows that the, the at least for now, there's nothing he can do for Dancer here, and there won't be anything they can do while they're in the woods. He looks at Dancer. Is are you able to fly? Well, yeah, my 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 plane's fine. We must, of course, be resuming a voyage. We have some very important schedules and appointments to keep. We thank you for your hospitality. And Errol looks at Dancer, just let's go rendezvous with the, the caravan. Bows to this strange fay and starts to head back towards his plane. Yeah, same thing. Just keeps on sadly looking at the pod in his hands and waits until it's clear he can take his leave and then goes back to his plane. Yeah. So, Mark 1 RPM, go to the lowest max speed, and uh, and set altitude. Do we want to go to 15 again? Okay. So, once you are back into the sky, who breaks the awkward silence? I, I, I feel like Derry would wait for someone else to break it. Errol signaling over, well, it probably could have gone worse. I feel like it could have maybe gone better, but you know what? I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident. I mean, it, it seeds, right? So, so maybe I'll, I'll have a look when we land at what kind they are. Your relationship is going to be much more direct with your patron than mine with mine, but I can at least go over some of what you can expect. Oh, um, thanks. I, I, I didn't even really think of that. Um, yeah, that, 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 that would be helpful. But thank you. You did your best. I, I, I messed up, didn't I? I'm sorry. All right. Time to make a final air patrol to find your path back to the caravan and hopefully complete this mission. It's going to be plus calm plus three. A 14. So you you are trying to make your way back to the caravan. Uh, instead of the caravan, you find a hidden hair strip. It looks like an old, old military hair strip. Something that was probably laid here to support the occupation efforts during the Great War. And you can see three planes there. You know that someone is there. You don't know if there's any communities nearby. It sounds like it can be only bad news. If they are enemies, you will hate to have them follow you back to the caravan. If they are something else, well, that's the great unknown, isn't it? Charlie, what's your keen? My keen is two. Errol is going to signal over to Dancer. Do these look like friendlies? 
or hostiles to you. Is that a is that a keen roll then to like look at a thing? You can eyeball it. Cool eyeball. Don't forget the penalty from visibility from your plane. Minus one. Okay, so then I'm just a plus one overall. Let's see. I got a five. I'm rolling great today, guys. <laughs> you look at the colors of the planes. Uh, you see that they are really hard to notice against the jungle. They have no visible rondels or identifiers from here. There's not much personalization on the nose art. And even a relatively green pilot like you, you know there's only one kind of pilot that does not have pride in their skill and the machines that allow them to do what they do. Bandits. You know that these three planes, they are part of a bandit crew. Fantastic. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well, um, I'll signal that over to Errol. Um, yep, we've got bandits, which is great. I guess, it's, is there any way of knowing if they've seen us? Yes, an engage rule. Uh, roll to the tens, but you have advantage. So you roll an extra dice. Okay. Sorry, re-roll an extra dice or roll an extra dice? Roll an extra dice. So it's just 3d10 then. <laughs> I got a nine! Oh my god! Okay. Dice spot why? You know that they already noticed you. Because you can see their rotors start turning and you realize that they are getting ready to take flight. Errol, they've seen us. Well, then I suppose there's only one real option. Get ready for fighting. Ready for fighting. Yeah, so three planes take flight and they are chasing after you. You recognize them as two Teller Cobras, the old Gotha staple that is pretty easy to find in extreme numbers. It's an old plane. It's a plane that you can always find extra ones splattered around to take pieces from. And the other one, which you are surprised to find out, is a seaplane. It's a seafowl. And uh, the seafowl has a spotty brown painting, and you can barely notice what seems to be some kind of uh, communal energy, some kind of militia tie that has been painted over. And uh, the pilot, the they seem to be leading the formation, even if the Teller Cobras are faster. And you can see the heavy armored Teller Cobras, the gunners on their machine guns, and they seem to be competent pilots. They seem to have been done this before countless times, and the two Cobras are circling around the seafall as they are slowly making the approach to you. What do you do? Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. So Charlie thinks we should open fire before they can get too close. However, <laughs> Dancer is not big on fighting. So I'm going to go with <laughs> what's, what's Errol going to do? Well, Errol's first thing he's going to do is Errol is going to draw a bead on the um, seedfowl to carefully line up a shot and then open. They will be at extreme distance, and it will be a deflected shot. Considering that, then, I'm going to pursue them. I'm going to try and 
cut the sea the sea fowl clearly wants the other planes as support or they want the sea fowl as support so i'm gonna try and separate the sea fowl from them okay so you are trying to bait the sea fowl away from the cobras so you want uh, what is your handling my handling is not great 89 89 so you're gonna get minus minus two ouch all right so you're gonna be rolling plus Queen minus two. Wow. Um, I got a 12. Okay, so what is your turn bleed? My turn bleed is one. Okay, and your speed factor is one, so you're gonna lose two speed. Okay. Do you want to increase the try to increase the roll to a 16 by committing to the turn? Um that would take me five speed. That would take me four speed. Four speed. Let me look at my stall before I consider that. That's I can't. I'll stall out. So no. Oh, I'm gonna stall out. My stall is 13. It cannot be 13. How is your stall 13? That is your max speed. I miss. I put the wrong thing on my dashboard. My stall is eight. Okay. But I still can't increase that high enough, so I'm just gonna keep it where I am. You'll do it, but uh, you're going to lose track of where they are. You're going to lose track of the Cobras. So then, so I've dogfight. I've gotten them away. Wait, and now, not only are you going to lose track of the Cobras, you're going to be exposed to enemy fire or unexpected danger. Okay. So, yeah, you are able to bait, and you can see that... Uh, the pilot seems to know what they are doing. They seem to be know, know what you're trying to pull. And they give you the follow. And while you are trying to bait them, you realize that they know that they're going to get the opportunity to land a shot on you as you line perfectly. Okay. So you're going to take fire at extreme range. You're going to roll minus keen. I already have a negative keen. So does it become a positive? Positive. Yeah. Yeah. So it's easier for them to shoot you. Right. And it's 2d10? 2d10 plus skin. Well, minus skin, which is a plus. Ouch. Oof. Shift's closer one. So it's going to be a long shot. It's going to be a long shot. Okay. And that's going to be two hits. All right. So you're going to take four damage. Next, it's time to roll. For crits. So roll 1d10 plus 2 minus the armor coverage if you have any. Which I think you don't. Um, I'm sorry, 2d10 plus what? Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. I think there are changes on this version to the open fire that I don't think they are on the, on the reference sheets. So let's just confirm. No, uh, yeah, I found it. It's not there, the thing that I was looking. Okay, roll for that crit. Okay, so two D, so 1d20 plus 2? Ouch! Okay, it is an odd. So the target picks the vital part that is damaged. Um, so you're going to pick uh, what is hit. What is the part of your plane that is hit? Well, I don't want... Well, I don't want the pilot to get hit. And as a quick review, I have an inline water radiator. If that gets hit, it affects when I boost. 
So basically, you're going to lose the part next time you boost, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'll take the hit to the inline water radiator. Okay, and roll for the next one. Roll 1d20 plus 1. I, I really don't want to. This dice bot hates us. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. So I take a bunch of fire. Hear a shot hit my radiator. Start swearing. <laughs> yeah. And we cut back to Dancer. So Dancer, you see Errol separating one of the planes and you can see the cobras circling you as they have been separated. And the cobras, they are signaling you to land. You can see an old man in one of the cobras with a clockwork operating the gunnery. You can see a small figure buried under a helmet and scarves on the other, and a heavily scared man as a gunner. And both the old man and the burnt man, they are signaling you to land. Do, do they just want to overwhelm me with numbers and take my plane? That's rude. That's rude. Yes. That's what bandits do. You know, they don't get anything from crashing you or killing you. They want your stuff. <laughs> That's no. They don't they don't get to have my plane. That's my plane. Can I Okay, so ideally what I want is to um just open fire if I can do that in like a burst. Just, you know, damage their planes enough that they have to land. The same thing he always tries to do and never succeeds at. I mean, each of them is flanking you. Uh, it would, at the extreme distance, it will be a deflection shot, but you can just open fire or you can try to get some advantage first. Yeah, let's try and get some advantage first. Okay, so let's start by boosting. Let's do a boost. Yeah, you can do a boost as part of this. And you try to engage dogfighting them. Uh, I would say that you are trying to make an attack. So you're going to roll plus hard plus agility. What is your handling? 98. 98. So you get plus one. Cool. One um, plus hard, which I don't know. Yeah, so it's just plus one. He doesn't have any hard. Oh, the regular dice bot is back. Maybe it'll be nice to me. It was not nice for uh, Errol. No. It wasn't nice to me either. Sick. Yeah, and I guess you don't want to turn this well. No. <laughs> and yeah, I don't want, think you want to burn speed for that. So you're going to lose three. Turn bleed two plus speed factor one. So you're going to lose three speed. So you're going to back to go back to 12. Lose three speed. Yeah, and... Okay. Well, they're going to make warning shots at you so that you can take their demands serious it should probably be easy because both of them they are shooting at extreme range uh so you're gonna roll for each of them okay they're just trying to scare you the first one uh so you get an extra penalty which is the target speed factor so it's gonna be what is your kin uh two so it's a malus, actually. Yeah. So it is nine. Because the penalty, it's eight. So this one is going to miss. What is the other one? Uh, let's see. So uh, does it just balance out to 2d10 then? 
2d10 minus 2 minus 1. No, 2d10 minus 3 for them to hit you. <laughs> Nine. Okay, so yeah, they, they shoot a few warning shots, but uh, they uh, don't hit you, but you wonder if they are actually trying to hit you. I mean, after all, they don't want to damage the plane. But they do this and they keep insisting for you to land. Well, no. <laughs> okay, so what do you do? Um, I'm going to try shooting them again. <laughs> You're going to try shooting them again? Yeah, I'm just going to give them another go, you know? I'm not quite sure what, what else there is to do. I just, you know, we don't want them to, to go after the caravan. I don't want to land because they can they can take my plane. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to Errol. Oh, would it be would it be a really dick move to try to um, take them to where the swans might be, or are there swans? Well, first you need to find that. That has been hours ago. Okay, never mind then. Yeah. Well, first of all, you're gonna boost. Uh, yep. Yeah. So you're gonna do something else more alongside the boost. I yeah, I can just shoot if possible. So again, and uh, now it's only fourteen speed. So roll plus hard plus agility, so plus one. Okay, let's try and get a bit of a better eighteen. Okay, uh, do you want to try to get a twenty? What what would a twenty do? I don't get to pick uh, a thing to do to you. Oh, okay then. Uh, yeah, sure. How do I get that up to twenty? You need to spend four speed. So go down to nine. No, oh no, because you are a fourteen. You're gonna need to pay three, so you're gonna go oh. to eleven. Then you need to pay extra four. I think I would stall if I did that. What is your stall speed? Uh, my stall is eight. Yeah, you're gonna stall. Yeah, so I'll just stick with the eighteen. Okay, so you pull it off. You manage to turn the tables on one of them, but it's gonna, not going to last for long. Uh, you realize that you cannot keep fighting them, not alone, not by this, not honestly without backup, without a plan. This is a fight you're going to lose. And you know that you really have to make this punch. So time for you to open fire. So they are at extreme. Okay. All right. So that's one hit, two damage. Plus hard. So I need to roll... Spend ammo. Hard. Okay, so... So remember, if your weapon has rapid fire, you can spend one more ammo and uh, get advantage. It does have rapid fire. Okay, do you want to spend more ammo? Yeah, why not? Okay, so you're going to roll with advantage, or you're going to roll three dice. Okay, so I'm just so I'm rolling three d ten plus hard, which is nothing. Okay, go for it. So just three d ten. I got a ten. <laughs> you got the nine. Oh, yeah, you got the nine. I got a nine. Okay, yeah. So they get too farther away. Aww. You're not able. You just fill the air with bullets, and they lose energy and drop way sooner than it would be possible to make contact with them. Okay. And, yeah, you spent a lot of energy on this, and you are yourself vulnerable, and you see them pursuing you, and this time they are not bothering to signal. You realize they gain, they're going to try to take you down. 
Okay, so Arrow, you lost track of the Cobras, you lost track of Dancer, you are being targeted by the C4, whose pilot seems to know what they are doing. What do you do? They are at uh, long range, too. <sighs> well, in times like this, there's only one thing I can do. <laughs> I am going to try and angle it so that I can make an attack on the Seepfow. My goal here is to finish them as fast as possible and get back to Dancer. So I'm just going to try and get them in my sights and fire. Roll plus daring plus agility, which is minus three, I think, right? Yes. My plane needs a new engine and one day I'll buy it. It's going to get better handling, probably needs less weight. Come on, roll well. Bam. A 12. A 12. Uh, what was your speed? My speed is 13. So you are losing two from turn bleed and speed factor, 11. Uh, do you want to improve this to a 16, maybe? Prove it to a 16. That'll drop me down to eight, which is my stall. Nope, I got it. Yeah, but you need to drop below the stall. Oh, then yeah, I'll drop right down to the 8. So yeah, I'll boost it to 16. Okay, so you're going to take 1G force. That's fine. Uh, You are under 1G, so you're going to get that penalty. Okay. Time for you to open Uh, fire. I could draw a bead. No, I'm just going to... I mean... You can draw a bead. No, I'm not going to draw a bead this time. I'm just going to shoot. So we're at extreme range? Okay. Cool, so I get four hits with a damage. No, long. No, extreme I get two. No, long you get two, no? Uh, let me double check that. That's what I have written in my stat block, but it could very easily be wrong. Okay. Don't you have a light machine, Ken? Let's see. Where is that on the stat block? Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay, so yeah, so it'll be two. My bad. Okay. Uh, but do you have rapid fire, so you can mark two ammo and roll with advantage if you want. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Okay. So roll plus hard minus the G penalty. So minus the G penalty is one for being under one G. Yes. Okay. And my hard is three. So I'll roll 3d10 plus two. 22. All right. So you are close. Right. So you're going to deal six damage. Yes. And time to roll for crits. So I get uh, how many rolls for crits? The first one, right. Uh, well, first you roll 1 to 20 plus 3. Okay, so, boom, 14. 1 to 20 plus 3, let's see. Right. Okay, so you don't crit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you managed to get some shots. You don't manage to break the darkness of the, of the plane. But I managed to... Yeah, you you put them, you you show them that you know that you're not going to be an easy prey, that you're going to put them at disadvantage. Okay. And the a woman on her thirties, uh, she gets close to you. She signals you to land your plane. I'm going to signal back. No. And I need to regain some speed, and I really shouldn't boost to do that. Because that'll put strain on my engine because I don't have a radiator right now. (laughs) Well, you still need to have the effect of the radiator until you boost, right? 
Right. I mean, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. So I'm going to boost. Uh, do I want to boost in a dive? Wait. Uh, you said it was in inline, right? Yes. Oh, then you don't have it. You don't have oh. your radiator. You have oh. no radiator. My bad. Yeah. So you're going to, the moment you cool down, you're going to take damage uh, RPM directly to air. So right. you, all the strain that you put on your engine is going to go directly to the engine. So you, what you don't want to do is cool down under any circumstances. Okay. Also, so that I should take that, another part should be damaged. Why does my plane have so many vital parts? You know what? I'll make the landing fun. I'll take the damage to the floats. Um, And yeah, I guess I'll, I'll boost. So what did you decide? I'm going to, uh, I'll take the damage to my floats that I should have taken to my, that I took to the radiator. I don't have. That's fine. I can't find where the amount, my boost amount is. You cannot find your boost amount. Yes. How much I gain when I boost? Uh, that should be on the plane's attributes. Oh, I am. What is your plane again? I found it. It's one. Ludo, I am. I. <laughs> That's a really shitty boost. Yeah, so I'm going to have to dive a little bit. I'm going to dive. It's two for one for diving, right? Three for one. Cool. Then I'm just going to dive one and boost one and boost because that will give me four speed. Yeah. And put me one below my maximum. We go back to Dancer and Dancer, you know that they are being serious now. They are closing in. What is your speed again? My speed at the moment uh i think it's 12. they are close to you both of them mm. and you can see the gunners moving around following you you know that they have more they have four arcs of attack to shoot you yeah it's gonna be you could really end up under caught in a salvo of bullets and I've already taken damage from when I landed. So, I mean, would speeding up and just trying to get away from them in any old direction be like, would they would they keep chasing in any old random direction? Why don't you try? Do we think? Yeah, let's 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 just go be fast. Let's be zippy. OK, so you're going how are you going to get fast? OK, so my boost, I think, was two at what speed are you now speed i think i'm 12 yeah you're gonna probably have to trade a lot of uh, altitude for speed yeah so do a regular boost will get me to 14 and then i'll do two more yeah i'll drop two altitude to get up to 20 so yeah, i'm at 13 altitude and 20 speed so what which what which altitude are you now uh, so now I'm at now I'm at altitude thirteen, and your speed is twenty. Okay, so they dive, they follow your dive, and they try to shoot at you. And it's gonna be deflection shots, but it's gonna be a lot of shots. All right. Yes. Uh, so you're over twenty, right? I am at twenty. Okay. Perfect. Rule. Minus four, four times. Okay. Two to ten, minus four. First one is a four. Okay, so they're going to shoot at you at extreme. And the second one is a seven. Also at extreme. Then a two. Also at extreme. And an eight. Okay, also at extreme. So you're going to take a total of eight damage as random shots just fustigate you. Ooh. 
This is going to be fun. So I've got 14 damage total. Mm -hmm. Next, you're going to roll for the crits. So 1d20 plus 1, 4 times. <laughs> Yay. 14, 4, 3, and 17. Yeah, so no vital parties track. Yay. So you are able to get them to follow, and you are faster, so they slowly get out of range. And they get back into formation, and they are now following you. You can see that they are not able to keep up with you, but they also are focusing in not in not losing track of you. Okay. So, Brad, what is Errol doing? Errol is getting angrier by the moment that this seed foul won't go down. <laughs> you need to shoot it. <laughs> this look. This isn't Errol's fault. This is the seed foul's fault. With that. Errol's going to angle at this point just to lock it down and shoot it to pieces. I mean, you are still at close range. So I would say you don't even need to dogfight it. You don't want to. Errol is going this time. I, I think I'm going to draw a bead. If you want to shoot that close, go for it. I mean, okay, pick one. <laughs> pick the I'm worried I won't roll a crit and it'll just be instead I'm going to take clustered shots where I'm going to get the extra crit die. Coward. <laughs> That's harsh but fair. Open fire. Do you rapid fire? Yes, absolutely. I believe in you. Okay, how are you in ammo? I am. Uh, do, 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 do. That will put me down to. I have six left because the first, because this is only my second shot. So, and I use two whenever I rapid fire, correct? Yeah. Yep. So I've got six left. Let's see if it happens. So, roll plus hard with advantage. I am a hard boy. Um, 22. A knife range. So that's going to be eight damage. So, 1d20 plus. Eight no hits that'd be plus four, and I get to do that twice no matter what. Yeah, let's first resolve the first one 14. Yeah, so that's not a crit. Roll the second one eight. Uh, you jam at what? I think it's one, two. Yes, so a rapid fire will be two, right? Yeah, yeah, so you're fine. You just spent a lot of ammo for little gain. I fire, and they're not coming apart or going down, and Errol's getting angrier by the moment. Yeah, and uh, you know, the thing with uh, having a tunnel vision and focus on this clustered shot is that you realize that you are taking a steep dive that you did not want to. So you're going to have to trade at least one altitude. Okay. And you're going to have to recover from the dive after that. So how much speed do you want to gain? I'll, so even taking one will put me over my maximum speed. Well, it's a dive. If, as long as you don't overspeed, you're fine. Okay. So yeah, um, I'll just trade one. I'll go up to 15, drops my altitude down to 12, and I'll have to recover. Because otherwise you're going to have to keep you diving. More. To, so even to that. stay at this level, you're going to have to pull up. So what is your speed factor? My speed factor is one, my stability is one, and my calm is three, so I'll need... So you're going to pull up, you're going to take one G-force, but you can spend altitude to reduce the G-force taken. I'll do that. I'll take zero G-force and be at altitude 11. 
Okay, so you are slowly, slowly losing energy and you realize their plan. They want to keep forcing you to drop lower and lower until you have to land as you lose energy. That's a good plan. That's a good plan. We go back to Dancer. Dancer, where are you leading them? I mean, you are safe. I mean, I was originally going to be like, well, if I've, if I've shaken them, then I want to try to find Errol so I can help Errol. Well, but uh, if you're going to try to find Errol, you're going to go back deep into their base. Yeah. So probably the best hope that you can make is buy him time so that they can actually shake or get rid of uh, the seed fall. Let's, let's go for that then. So you're going to try to lose them. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, give me an eyeball. Eyeball. Plus queen minus visibility. Okay, so I'm just doing a plus one. Cool. Uh, 11. Okay, so what is the question you ask me? Well, I, I think I need to find where Errol is, no? If I'm trying to... Uh, I thought you want to get rid of them. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I want to get rid of them. Sorry, let me uh, bring up eyeball on here. So, if I want to get rid of them, maybe I want to find... A cloud? Yeah, some terrain to lose them in. And yeah, you found some pretty dense clouds, and you can... uh, And uh, they are still grey clouds, and the sun is starting to rise, so you can dive there, disappear into the rain clouds, emerge in the direction of the rising sun, so you will have the sun in front of you, which will make much harder for them to track you. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So what are you trying to find? Errol and risk going back and getting their attention again, or maybe you getting into reinforcements on their uh, land uh, strip, or do you want to go to the caravan? I think Errol probably is the priority. That or, and I guess it depends, this is going to be just, you know, dropping completely out of the game for a moment, or it could be a going back to the caravan to try and get Agnes for whenever we stop this session. I don't know what your plan for that is, though. I mean, it depends how long we're going to go. That's the thing, like, because we're already at three hours. So I don't know if we're going to, I don't know how, how long the fight could end up going. <laughs> so I can either go and get Errol, or if we think that this is going to be like a, a longer thing, then I could be like, oh, I'll go and get Agnes and that can be like okay roll me a uh, air patrol plus two plus calm with advantage so that's gonna be 3d 10 minus one so that is 14 you go looking for acnes and the caravan and instead you found uh, the destination that is the the small tiny kumun mirinda and as you approach mirinda and you land there, you realize that the caravan is approaching, they must be close. And what is the thing that you notice the most from this uh, jungle community? Aside from the landing strip, it's very like small and dense and built sort of up into, into the trees. Uh, everything seems fairly like hidden, like with lots of natural uh, building materials, almost like purposely camouflaged. It, it looks like it was designed to be missed, in a sense. Like there's, they clearly have something they cover the landing strip with when they're not expecting people. Yeah, and you land safely, Mirinda. 
and let's go Errol so you just lost a bunch of altitude and it seems that the more this prolongs you're gonna go eventually have to land in the jungle I'm gonna break away Errol wants to fight this guy but he's smarter than to continue a fight he knows he can't win so what is your speed now I am up to 15 okay yep boost to 16 yeah and you try to break away uh and it seems like you're Speeds are matched, and the Sifa seems to be pursuing you at the same range, which is pretty close. And not only are they close, they start diving in to gain more speed. What do you do? They're diving in. Right. By diving, that's what they want. Yeah, your speeds are matched, so they're going to outspeed you. But it might be my only option unless I want to just turn around and try and fight them. Yeah, I'm going to dive in too. I'm going to dive, try and gain some more speed and try and avoid them. Okay, that's the thing. You're not going to need to, have to, to gain more speed than they are gaining to shake them off, to get the opportunity to shake them off. Right, which probably means getting, which probably means getting very close to the ground. Very close to the ground. And probably going over speed. What is your over speed? My over speed is 24. I think you actually don't need to go over speed, but you're going to need to gain as much Speed as possible. So I'm at 11. I know that there is a point where it says you're all but skating along the ground. It's zero. Okay. So I'm going to drop down. Well, no, it's zero is the sea level. So here in the jumbles, it's probably going to be higher. Right. Do I have any guesses to what that would be before I start marking myself down? I mean, you're going to probably going to start hitting trees at uh, 200 meters above the ground. So let's go down to four, which will give me a boost of um, I'm at 11. So that'll no, that'll give me that'll way over speed me. I can I can afford to go a little higher than that. Yeah. Don't remember, you're going to have to pull up because you're taking one hell of a dive. Don't forget to boost. So I'm going to boost. That'll increase my speed by one. All right. All right. So I'm at 16, 19, 21. I'm going to go right to my overspeed of 24 and that'll drop me to eight. So how many uh, altitude did you drop? I dropped four altitude. My What is your actual speed now? At my total speed right now is 24, which is on the dot the same as my overspeed. You're going to take two G-force and you can spend altitude to reduce it. I'm going to drop down to six and take no G-force. Okay, so you dropped quite low and they dive after you and... There is a substantial gap between you and them. Now, you're going to need to dogfight them so that you're able to shake them off. Yeah. So you're going to have to dogfight them with keen, with minus three, with minus one of the G-force. And you get advantage because of because they cannot keep up with the dive. Their engine would not okay. manage. So you're going to get this advantage. So you have advantage, roll plus keen, plus minus four. 3d10, so 3d10 minus six. Yeah, and the thing is, you either get an advantage with this on dogfight, or you get enough difference of speed that after the attack, you move away. You know, I think as much as I don't want to get attacked, taking the attack with the guaranteed move away is probably the smarter. Okay, so roll for it. So is that the keen roll? Keen minus four with advantage. All right. So it would be a 17 minus six is 11. So 11 is what I get. 
Well, I'm going to say that you get to shoot at them. They get to shoot at you. And, well, and the problem is going to be that uh, you're going to have more speed. Right. So you're going to still have to out to lose them. So let's see how that goes. So you start first. So do you draw a bead or what? Yeah, I'm going to draw a bead. This time, Ludo, I, I am going to do the thing. I'm going to aim for the pilot. Open fire. Are you rapid firing? Okay, so roll plus hard, minus one from the Gs. 21. 21. You are at knife range. I was at close. Wait, but you were already at knife range, right? That's right. Yeah, so I was at knife range. So that's 1d20 plus my number of hits, which is four. And if I crit, I hit the pilot. And I don't. <laughs> no, not only you don't, your guns jam. I know. Rad. This is a good day to be Errol. Good day to be Errol. So you're getting jam. <laughs> yes, and uh, you're getting jam. You're again losing altitude. And you realize that you are going to go right deep into some impossible ancient tree. So you're going to have to evade danger. Okay. That's with... Key- Daring. Daring? Okay, cool. I'm not great at that. No, 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 no. Evade danger is keen. It is keen. Luckily, I'm lashed in, so I do get a reroll on any one roll if I spend a hold. Also, you get minus one from the Gs. I'm probably going to need that reroll here. I'm going to use it. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> okay, uh, on a miss, take all three. Awesome. You're going to take 1d10 times speed factor structure damage. So roll 1d10. And then multiply it by 2. Okay, so you take 2 structural damage. You are left vulnerable as you recover your nerves. And remember, I still have to shoot at you. Yeah, I know. So this is going to be devastating. And you go into a spin. The good thing is, you know, going into a spin. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty good when you are being shot at. So you go into a spin. So do you try to recover? Or do you make one last desperate move and accept the consequences? I'm going to try to recover. Roll plus calm plus stability. Minus one from the Gs. That cancels out my stability bonus, but my calm is three. And I still have one re-roll. An 11, which means I spin for six energy. Okay, so how are you going to lose this energy? I can't take it off of speed. I can't take all of it off of Right. Well, otherwise you're going to be caught. But if you lose too much altitude, if you go to altitude two, you are in trouble. I can spend two out of altitude. That'll put me at altitude four. I can spend three out of altitude and three out of speed, putting me at 21 speed. Then you can still get away as long as you survive what is coming. You are being pursued and you're going to get shot at. The good thing is the first shot line up, the second one uh, line up. And not only that, they're going to get advantage. Not only that, uh, you going to uh, the second one. It's actually going to be deflected because you are spinning. Yeah. So let's take that fire. What is your keen? Minus two. Okay. So roll plus three. Three D10s or two D10s? Uh, three D10s because they have advantage. Okay, so 13 for the first one. Okay. And the second one, is it also a 3d10? 
plus uh right wait wait so you're gonna move too close so you're gonna take six damage i can i can live with that and now roll for the critical all right 1d20 plus three roll 1d20 plus three ba-boom a 22 it is an odd so you pick you know what oh i spent my last hold where do i want to take this hit ludo I guess, what do, I mean, I know an engine hit is real bad. A fuel hit makes me waste a fuel, right? Uh, you're going to lose the double of the full on check. Okay. We're pretty close to the destination and I have a ton of fuel. So I'm going to take the fuel hit. Okay. You take the full hit. Now keep, keep rolling. Roll 120. It's 1d20 plus two now. Plus three. Plus one. Okay. Plus one. Okay. And some rounding is down. No, actually, it should be there. Well, it does not matter because their gun's jammed. We actually saves your ass because uh, they aren't jamming their guns as uh, as you are put in a vulnerable position. Small victories. Small victory. And, well, it's time for you to try to get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So give me an eyeball as you try to find out a way to lose them. Keen. Plus visibility, minus one from the G's. I'm at a minus four. Cool, cool, cool. All that blood. But I still got an 11. Cool. Okay, that's good. That's good. What are you asking? So I'm trying to look for a way out of here. So can I ask? Yeah. What's the, what's my safe, what's my easiest way out of here? Yeah. So what is the way out of here? Well, you should probably try to dip in, uh, go into the canopy of the trees and keep flying low and eventually emerge once there is a convenient cl- cloud or it starts raining. All right. Luckily, I'm pretty I if I'm not in the canopy already, I'm pretty close with a with three altitude. Yeah, so time to roll air patrol, plus calm, minus one, plus four. And you have advantage, so you roll 3d10. All right, so 3d10 plus, I'm sorry, calm? Yes. Okay, minus my g-force penalty. Plus four, with advantage. 22. You dive into the canopy, you fly there for what seems like one hour, and you know that you're being followed, and eventually you pull the same trick that worked for a dancer, even if you don't know. And you use the rising sun to hide the fact that you just left the jungle. And you two make your way back, Mirinda. I'm going to single signal to Dancer, I hate sky pirates. Well, Dancer is already on the ground. Now, the, the thing is, let's cool off. So, roll 1d20 plus reliability for each RPM that you took. Okay. So, roll four times at uh, reliability. Three successes, two fails. Yeah, so you take two where? So, I get a three, a four, a 16, and a seven. So, three failures. So, you take three where to the engine. And now, very important, someone got their floats damaged. Who did that? What kind of fool? And he's trying to land a plane without floats. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you see how well you land on Mirinda? So go down. Plus calm, plus crash safety. I also get a disadvantage to it. No, you have control of the plane. I'm tied in. Yeah, but that's for bailout, right? Bailout or go down. 
Oh shit! Oh yeah, I guess because probably you cannot jump out your feet because of getting damage. So yeah, you have this advantage. Oh shit! So three d ten plus calm plus safety. Play my plane safety. Oh, minus one to crash. Even with disadvantage, I have a nineteen. No, I don't. I have a seventeen. I have a seventeen. Okay, so choose one. So each member of the crew takes one d five minus one injury. Take 1d10 times speed factor damage, or you land somewhere deeply unfortunate. Ugh. My speed factor's 2, so that would be a 1d10 times 2 damage. Uh, I could probably deal with that. I have a 21 toughness left. Yeah, I'm going to take the 1d10 times uh, 2 damage. Okay. I'll take 6 damage. I don't like it, but... Yeah. So you basically, you have your land, your plane, and it just goes squeezing across the across the airfield, sparks flying as it tries to slow down, you holding it together so it does not spin and turn over. And you manage to jump out of the plane, undoing your bindings. Land, deep breath, any landing you can walk away from. So, Dancer, Harold is back. <laughs> Harold's back. <laughs> Uh, oh hey! Like you made it back. I I was gonna uh, get Agnes, and we were gonna come get you. Are you okay? Did everyone make it here? Yeah, I think so. We're getting paid. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a good trip then, huh? That, no, dancer, I didn't say it was a good trip. We're getting paid. I'm fine. <laughs> Take flight stress. So, what is the stress of your planes? Of flying your planes? So I actually erase stress after a flight. <laughs> well, but first of all, you're going to take stress from the plane. Okay, let's see. It should be on the, um, on the plane. Oh, too stress. There should be how stressful it is to fly that plane. Yeah, it's on the dashboard underneath the altitude thing. Oh, I don't, mine is not stressful to fly. Radical. Well, you get one because of the rain. I think I actually, all right, so one stress, well, just, so just from the rain, I'll take one and then we'll go over the rest. Dancer, what do you get from the plane? Uh, two. A plus one on from the rain, so you get three stress. Uh, what is, uh, what does the move does? I erase one stress after a flight. Uh, if I didn't fight, remove another, but I did though. Okay, yeah, so remove one stress and get one XP. Uh, uh, now, uh, let's go through the checklists. Uh, Errol. If I took a life, I would take a stress. I didn't. If I saw a corpse or a shade, I didn't. Does the swan count as fighting a great beast? You did not fight the swan. Okay, cool. If I had to call out to my patrons... Is that not what the rerolls represent? Yeah, that's fair. I'll take one. My faith wasn't tested. Were any of my... Co were you hurt, Charlie? Yes. Well, wait, wait, wait. No! Because you managed, you rolled a zero on the injury. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And we add if I flew over open water, which we didn't, but I am now officially stressed. Dancer checklist. Um, if I got hit by enemy fire, I take one. So definitely. Is that you or your plane? Uh, it says if you got hit by enemy fire. That sounds like you. Ah, okay then. If you took a life, which I didn't. If a comrade was wounded, did you get wounded, Errol? Nope. No one died. Uh, I didn't catch fire. I didn't lose my plane. Did I? Did I catch fire? 
No, <laughs> barely. <laughs> um, I didn't lose my plane. Innocence didn't come to harm, did they? Uh, no. And yeah, so I think yeah, that's the whole. That's the the list of relevant things. So I think that's just two and two overall. Yeah, that's nice. Now, so you are not stressed? No, strangely. Let's see how the reputation of your company gonna change after this. Did your job indisputably measurable make the world a better place? Well, it's setting up a research station, isn't it? So I guess you could argue that the the work of the research station. If you have to argue, it's not indisputable. That's fair. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> Was the mission witnessed and end up making you look skilled? You know what? We dancer fended off that swan by himself. The, excuse me, a maiden pair of thunder swans by himself. Yeah, no, that's that's impressive. Yeah, and probably the caravan was able to see that. So yeah. Cool. Did you forgo pay for this job? No. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Okay, so you're going to get one fame. Did this job measurable make the greater world the worst place? Nope. Don't think so. Did you do something morally repugnant during the mission? I mean, is face stuff morally repugnant? Inadvisable, but not morally repugnant. (laughs) (laughs) Did the job target or exploit innocent people? No. Okay, so no infamy from this job. I think you have a nice time before getting paid right yeah lending stress release finances i think it's on finances that you get paid yeah uh yeah because right you're you're gonna get paid right so your priorities as soon as you land is go have fun (laughs) yeah so yeah you're still not going to get paid you're gonna have fun as you leave your planes to be repaired on the hangar Knowing they're gonna be the expense is gonna be covered, you are gonna sing what do you do to have fun here on Mirinda. the compress deep breath and we can go around with our stars so ludo i want to give you the star for describing the thunder swans the they the name and the idea could be a little goofy but the way you played them in the way you described them made them play entirely straight where 
Swans are just as aggressive as geese, and these ones happen to have terrifying lightning powers and be gigantic. Between that and the encounter with JJ, it was fantastic. Yeah, I I really, really did just enjoy like all of the descriptions, like everything that we came across on this flight. Um, it was just amazing and fun and different and really cool. Um I, I also want to give props to Evan for just consistent use of the Agnes voice. <laughs> I really do feel like a crotchety old woman is hanging out with us whenever Agnes is on set. <laughs> yeah, and I really have to give uh, props for the the second fight uh, because you were not supposed to face the the enemies, especially once Agnes was extorting the caravan. It was clearly a fight, really stacked against the two of you. And I think you were pretty clever in exploiting it. You did not try to force the situation. You tried to find creative ways to get away with it. And I think you did pretty well. And uh, I think uh, you really could have ended up in a bad place. You could really have ended up losing two planes either to a crash or by having them stolen. And I think you managed to do very well. And I like that you're going to be rewarded for this and actually going to have a lot of pocket money. Yeah. I? Yay! So wishes. I mean, I know, I think we made this wish last time, but I do definitely like the fact that we're developing into that, uh, char- that dancer doesn't want to kill people, whereas Errol just accepts it as a ugly but necessary part of the job and i'm hoping in some future things we can really expound upon that upon the fact that errol just yeah fighting other planes is part of what we do and sometimes you walk they walk away when we take them down and sometimes we don't yeah like i I guess some some time to especially i think we've kind of had some setup as well with with the jj thing um just you know sitting and and having that kind of oh shit sort of bonding moment about how real things can get would be cool um i also i also just just reading through um you know the the stress relief section like maybe um starting to like get confidants maybe like i don't know if we can do that in in marinda or if we're looking to be based more out of miko but confident confidants might be like a cool thing to start looking into yeah uh remember the the mid goody stuff that seems like a good rule to use to get confident <laughs> because you know otherwise our aces asses are just gonna be shooting blanks into the sky and everyone missing them <laughs> so it's uh it's good to use the mid goody rules to telegraph that hey maybe i went to see if there is a possibility of something here yeah because i definitely went to see some uh, confident action to come even if you know or at least you know someone that might be a confident for show yeah 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 my wish is actually i want to see more play with the with the rest of the company honestly uh we have characters from the be- from the character sheets that uh, have not shown up and uh, which was pretty obvious on the beginning scene with Agnes. And I think I think I want to see them more around, especially in between missions. Yeah, I guess this time, because nobody was flying with you of the company to this uh, downtime, this routine, they're not going to be around. 
but uh, I want to, once we come back to Miko, I definitely want to see you spend more time with the company too. Okay, so is the company going to be based well, out of Miko then? You left them there. They don't have other planes, you know? Yeah. No, I was thinking more because we were originally at the the Checkmates hangar and they left it. So I had assumed that that's where we were going to be based out of. But if we're sort of picking up sticks and moving to Miko, then that's, yeah, that that's cool too. Right. I mean, again, uh, they were able to get to Miku, so you have all your people in Miku. Uh, but again, if you're going to be moving around, they're going to need to get their own plane and stuff, or you're going to need to spend money renting planes and this stuff, or you're going to have to bring them with you. Us? Plan? Okay. Nothing. We should probably come up with kind of a plan for that then. <laughs> I mean, again, uh, before that was not an option because you did not have money. Now you have money, so you can decide to do this kind of stuff. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we could always... um, I'm just trying to to think. um, Like, we can always continue doing the... I don't know. we're We're just idiots um not not strictly having a home base until we get um i think sam is playing like a scion or a scholar was the idea scion scion yeah so um we can always be like oh, hey. yeah but uh, uh remember the patience rules you're gonna be kicked off of whatever place you are on because of the shit you yeah do. so you're, that's true yeah but they have I'm assuming Scion has a lot of money and we can just be like, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to go hang out with wherever your money is the best. Yeah. But you can only sleep with so many uh, people's daughters and, um, you know, and just before they kick you out of, I mean, Ludo, I I think you just made that a challenge. Technically. Carol's going to sleep with so many daughters and husbands. And then, like, it's going to be the scene from Indiana Jones, you know, running towards the plane, yelling, start it. Look, again, you know, I can't sleep with anybody because I don't I can't take sex as advice unless someone I trust shows me how. And so far, only Errol, tr- only Errol trusts me. <laughs> and all Errol has is gambling and praying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Do you you want to learn how to pray? I think you might have to teach me. <laughs> <laughs> Just so that I know how to talk to JJ. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, let's see how. Let's see. Let's see. Because next session is going to be again indulging vice. <laughs>